Hi, this is Davina Rankin and welcome to the Who Me podcast. This podcast is all about expanding your mind, opening your heart, having deep and meaningful conversations with inspiring, motivational people and giving you helpful tips on how to live your most high vibe life. Buckle up, we're in for a ride. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Who Me, the podcast. But today is a different type of episode because we are doing a collaboration and not just with any other podcast, but with one of my all-time faves, the Healthy Hustlers, my girlfriend, Madeline. Hello, my love. Hello, how are you? If you guys have been following me for a while, you may have known that I did a little co-hosting series on the Healthy Hustlers before I started my own podcast. And Maddie and I, we just vibe together. Like there's nothing else I can really say about it. We're just a fucking vibe when we're together. So it is just so nice to have her back here with me virtually. Oh, it feels so good. And you know, sooner or later, it won't be virtually, it will be in person again. But I was reminiscing on our like podcast series the other day and just like, I don't know how special that was. We always end up kind of just being in the same spot at the same time, going through the same sort of troubles and struggles and need that little bit of motivation and stuff. And one thing that really I love about having a friend like you, Maddie, is like you just remind me of the magic that I am and the magic that's around me that I can tap into at any time. And sometimes you just kind of forget like, hey, we live this fucking amazing life. And like, it's not just all taxes, dying and shitting. Like if you can tap into it, it's pretty fucking magical. Yeah. When you start tapping into that, life becomes Yes. And this episode is going to be perfect for anyone who's kind of feeling like they're just going through the motions. Nothing's really happening. Just same old and there's no real spark or zest to life. We're here to remind you that if you want something, you can ask for it. And there are ways about going around your day-to-day life that can bring in more abundance and more magic and more manifestations faster than you could ever imagine. But it all comes down to like your awareness and how much effort you're putting into consciously being present, being in the moment and being in your body. I love that you said conscious then, because I think that's such a big piece of this, of really being able to tap into the magic. At the end of the day, like everyone's still doing that daily grind, really, if you want to look at that way. Like, you know, we're all getting kids off to school or, you know, even the people with the most abundant, like out their lives, like they're still doing the same daily things majority of the time. And so being able to be really conscious to tap in regularly, daily, all the time is where the power lies, yeah, I think. Absolutely. Well, I guess the first thing that I would start on is like when it comes to getting clear on what I want to bring into my life, you have to kind of get clear on what the shitty stuff is and like where you feel stuck or how you're actually feeling and what you want to change. And it's hard to do that when you're just thinking about it because those thoughts quite frequently end up turning into spiraling, negative, catastrophizing, crazy, monstrous, disgusting thoughts. So a way to kind of ease the noise and to get a little bit more clear on like how your actual state is by journaling. And I could scream journaling from the rooftops. For me, like journaling has been something that's really brought the magic back into my life because not only are you journaling day to day, but when you flip through the pages, you can actually see like some themes happening or you can see where things have shifted 
it's really cool to see like, you know, maybe a month ago you were asking or wanting something and then a month later you're like, oh, wow, I actually got that or I've manifested that. Or, you know, once you start becoming more aware of like your thoughts and your actions and your feelings, it's funny where you can start to manipulate the energy around you. Definitely. And I think with journaling too, when you're constantly like, putting something particular out to the universe like it's almost like this gentle reminder to yourself of what it is that you're working towards if it's like showing up in a different way or if it's calling in a manifestation or that when you are journaling and you're being you know quite regular with that you're reminding yourself of what it is that you're working towards so you're not getting caught up in all the noise of the outside world or looking into other lanes or being distracted by what other people are doing you are constantly focused on what it is that you're working towards be that you know just being better and showing up better or working towards a you know big goal or a promotion or yes absolutely and i think we forget i'm saying magic a lot and i truly believe it because i've kind of gotten to this point of my life where i'm like i don't care I'm a fucking witch. I'm going to say it. When it's the full moon, I live by rituals. Like I cast spells every day. I do all that kind of stuff. I really am. And when I say spells, I mean our language, the way we talk, the way we think, the way we write, it is powerful. You don't realize that until you start going on a negative spiral, you know, I'm fat, I'm shit, this is happening, that's happening. And then it just never stops. You start stubbing your toe more and then you spill coffee on your shirt and it's just one thing after another. It's because you have invited that low vibration into your being and you're happy sitting there and it's gross because you're using that kind of language. And it's those comments like, of course that would happen to me or this stuff always happens to me. It's like you're buying into that more and more. And like, like you said, inviting it in more regularly, you're aligning with it really when you're saying Mm -hmm. those things. For me, it's like, I almost challenge those negative thoughts. When I think about, oh, fuck, I'm running late. And then of course this is going to happen, blah, 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 blah. I always am like, you know what? It is what it is. This happened for a reason. This happened for a reason is literally like my go-to motto. It's all happening for a reason. It's all happening for a reason. But then I think about like the most disastrous times in my life, the most horrible, the most painful, the most heartbreak, all that kind of stuff. You don't quite realize how important those fuck-ups are until you're on the other side of it and you go, oh my God, that needed to happen. I needed to get rid of that person to create space for this gift or that job didn't work out for a reason, even though I tried my hardest to get it and I was betting on it. It was on my vision board. Sometimes it's the things that don't work out that are the best things for you. So you really do have to remember to trust the process. And it doesn't feel like magic when it's going to shit, but sometimes trust that life is going to bring you the things that you need at the exact time, but not the exact way that you think it's going to be delivered. Absolutely. I love the trust the process. I feel like I have five or six spiritual beliefs that I really truly believe. And trusting the process is one of those things. And I feel like I was really tested with that probably over the previous 18 months. And I really learned to have to trust the process so much. And now looking back, I can understand why, yeah, all of those events and those little things had to take place to almost just, I guess, help me to evolve and grow into the person that I actually truly desire, not just the path that I thought I was meant to be on. I think we can so often 
you know, we have this plan in place for what we see and what we envision our life to be, which is amazing. And is, but trusting that it's going to work out better than you could ever imagine is so incredible because when you do, I guess, surrender that trust into the universe, that's when we're saying magic a lot, but that is really, truly when the magic starts to unfold. You can't really visualize or really embody something you haven't truly experienced before. So there is probably so much, like we so automatically limit ourselves. We put this like glass ceiling over our own heads based on things that we've seen in society or maybe in our family. You know, if we haven't had overly expansive people as role models, then like we automatically have this like glass ceiling put over our head of like maybe what we can earn or the jobs we can have or the relationships that we can attract. But once we actually hand that trust over to the universe that it can be better than you could imagine, then you're actually breaking that glass ceiling and you're allowing all of those, you know, beautiful opportunities and different paths Mm. to drop in. And it's almost like, you know, no human will be able to open the kind of doors that the universe can for you. So it's like you can like hope and hope and wish and wish, but it's like at the end of the day, it's going to come to you in a way that you would have, it would have never been able to happen if you were holding on to control that tightly, you know. I've got a story about this, funnily enough. I had this business plan. So I'm at a point in my life now where I've actually got a lot of space to do anything that I want with. I'm like, you know, I'm not going through a divorce right now anymore. I've kind of got the podcast happening and there's like a void. And I'm like, well, now what do I want to do? I've got time. Like, what can I do? I'm behind. And I'm a projector. So I always want to be like, I'm always thinking of new ideas and I'm like, okay, well, I've got to do this. And then, so I had this idea of like, I'm not going to bore you with the details, but it was like a cafe vibes. And I'm like, I do not have any experience in hospitality whatsoever. Don't know why this came to me, but I was fixated. I put it on my vision board last year for this year, had it on my screensaver, would think about it all the time. It was just something that I was so passionate about, but I had no fucking clue on how to even bring that to life. No idea. But I just felt like in my soul, it came to me for a reason, right? So anyway, all of my friends and family are like, yes, this is a great idea. Amazing. But I'm like, there's one person that I could call who's in the industry, who's actually was a really good friend of mine when I was like back in the day. But as you get older, you kind of lose touch with people and stuff. Such a great person. So I ended up calling him and I was like, look, can I pick your brains? I'll buy you lunch. Got to lunch and we ended up having the best chat. Like he's talked to me about his personal development over the years and the crazy shit he's done, like all this really woo crazy stuff that I fucking love. And the whole time I was thinking like, oh my God, you're so one of my people. Like you're so one of my people. This is just, and anyway, I told him my idea and he was like, no, oh God, Davina, no, you would never, like you're not one of those people that are supposed to work really fucking hard. Like you're just not. You create beautiful things. But like me, I could go and him, I mean, he could be in the cafe. He could do all that stuff, be stressed out of his brain, have like 500 phone calls and emails all the time. But that's not me. And I was like, yeah, you're right. That actually is not me. Like I really enjoy my balance and I don't want to be at a cafe every day. Like what was I thinking? And then I was really down on myself, right? And I was like, why did I possibly think of this amazing idea, got so invested, had this heartfelt connection to this idea if it wasn't going to work? And I was just really bummed out. And then I was thinking, I'm like, well, you know what? At least I got Toby back. Like at least I got him back. And I was like, oh my God. I thought of that idea to be able to bring one of my soul tribe back into my life. 
I need that kind of friendship in my life for this time in my life. I need those kinds of people that will tell me where I'm at or if I'm making a stupid idea, but also are on my same level. You know, those people that want to talk about the stars and this and all that crazy shit that I'm into. You know what I mean? So it's like, no, I didn't fail. I would not have called him for advice or for a lunch if I didn't come up with that idea. And that's like having that abundant mindset as well. Like it's so easy. You could have easily looked at that as in a lack mindset where it's, oh my goodness, I wasted all this time. I've, you know, like spent time putting in my vision board and talking to it about people and now I'm not going to execute it. So people are going to think X, Y, and Z, like got in that really lack negative trail of it. But instead you've like totally flipped it on its head and gone from such an abundant mindset with hang on, look what I've just got out of having this idea. And it's just such a beautiful example of how things sometimes come to us, but in such a different way than what we expected it to be delivered. Yeah, and it's funny, like, yes, the idea of the cafe was amazing and stuff, but the idea of having more people around me that actually help me and support me on my true path is way more valuable than, like, going into $300,000 debt, you know what I mean, into a cafe. It's probably a really similar alignment in what you're craving. Like, you going and creating a cafe on something you're passionate about is to connect with more people that are passionate about the same thing but really having the ideas done exactly that without like you said doing the hours and the, the years and yeah, years in and debt. it's funny because even those connections like that's another thing like something really magical about being a human is the connection with other humans and the magic that can create finding those people around you and making sure you're getting rid of anyone who is not quite on the same vibe as you or not quite on the same path as you right now can be your biggest asset into propelling you into a more aligned life. It's so true. And I feel like the more that you can go off people's energy, like I often say on my podcast, like if you're not sitting in the energy that you truly desire to, like use other people's energy like almost as a bit of an example of what you want to get to. So you can use like things like meditation where you can almost like visualize or embody the energy that you see from the people that you want to attract friendships with. When we take people off a pedestal, and this is a big thing that I've learned from doing the podcast now for so many years, and I guess being able to be in the energy and presence of like some seriously successful and, you know, influential people, I've really realized that like there's no special people, if you want to put it that way, you know, like no one's more deserving or it's just that some people have a certain drive and a certain motivation and, you know, they show up consistently and they have an energy that people are attracted to. So they attract these opportunities or this, you know, success or wealth or whatever it is over time. But at the end of the day, like when you take them off, I hope I'm explaining this right, but like instead of putting that on a pedestal, just looking at it that we're actually all equal. So we might start in different places in terms of our privilege, but I mean, like, we do have the same opportunities available to us if we really want to tap into it. So it's like the more that you can just look at everyone as equal in a way and then align with the energy that you want to align with and attract in your life, that's when those relationships really start to fall into place. Yeah, and I guess, like... By being able to understand how you feel around other people's energy as well, like is someone triggering you? Are you feeling jealous around them or are you feeling motivated, inspired, buzzing as we would say? I think having like a doing like an audit of the people around you can be like a really interesting way to see like are you dulling yourself down? 
Are you living to your full potential? Are you too scared to like hurt people's feelings or like, like another thing for me was like boundaries. I figured out what a boundary was at like 32. (laughs) Even just being able to like say no to people, even if it's like your family, even if you feel like you owe them to just always be at their beck and call or whatever, like being able to say no to people and choose wisely the people that you spend time around can be the difference between having like a mediocre kind of life or really being able to fucking shine and live in your dharma. And I feel like all of these things build self-trust. And at the end of the day, when you have that self-trust, that builds that self-belief then. And it's almost like this catalyst for helping you evolve. And then also that gets to a point of feeling worthy of the magic that actually is around us and the opportunities that do align. But it's like, if we don't build that self-trust and then that self-belief, then it makes it so much harder to be able to tap into the magic of everyday life and the things that are available Mm. to us. Because you don't believe it too. Like when you're on a point where you're kind of, when you don't have like that self-trust, when you don't have your own back, when you're, you're saying yes to too many people, when you're being leaky with your energy, ultimately that means that your self-worth is quite low and we don't want that. You need your self-worth to be so fucking high. You need to put yourself on a pedestal so then you can believe and truly believe that anything is possible for you. When you start thinking like, oh, yeah, but those things happen to those girls. Like you are that fucking girl. Like what are you talking about? You're that bitch. You can do that. And there's so many people like I have some of my friends, some of my hottest friends, guys, like they do not see their beauty. They don't see their beauty. They don't think they're hot. They think they're fat. And it's so wild to me because I look at them and I'm like, wow, like how can you not see that? But it's easy to stay in that bubble because sometimes I feel like when it's coming out of that bubble and being too confident or too sparkly, you don't want to step on other people's toes. You don't want to freak them out or be too much. It's a safe place to sit in because it's like comfortable. Exactly. You don't want to be too much. And you don't want to be seen. You don't want to be seen because then it's like the fear of like not doing good enough, but there's no such thing as not good enough. Like there's always going to be opportunity for you. You are always doing enough and it will always come to you. You're never in lack. If there's space, it means there needs to be space. There needs to be space in your life right now because something is coming. And I feel like once you really honor and understand that like the human experience is very similar for every person, like exactly what you're saying about like your hottest friends, not thinking that they're that beautiful or seeing their own beauty. Some of my most successful friends, like women that have built like epic empires that I just look at in awe will still have comments to me around like fear, I guess, or like, you know, self-doubt or like, oh, I want to launch this product, but I'm really nervous to do so. And I'm like, what? How does that even exist in your realm? But it just shows that like, we are all humans having a very similar human experience. We all at times get crippled with self-doubt or, you know, that fear of judgment or showing up as our sparkly, beautiful self. But it's like once you remind yourself that everyone else is going through that same thing, I feel like it almost gives you permission to know you're not alone in that journey. Like I feel like when I'm like everyone else is so worried about their own self, you know, I need to stop caring what people think about me because they're all focused on themselves. Like that almost gave me permission to show up in my authenticity in a much more confident way. So I guess like everyone would probably be listening to this being like, okay, cool, fuck it. I'm going to start like getting sparkly again. Where do I start? What happens? There's actually one thing that I think would be really interesting is like getting to know yourself better on a deeper level 
this is a bit woo-woo, but whether it's like astrology, human design, even just like your kind of archetype, like what kind of person are you like a nurturer or are you an educator? What kind of things do you really enjoy doing? Like, do you want to solve people's problems? Do you want to create beauty? I don't know, like just thinking about the places where you really excel. And I think journaling is a really great way to find that out. Even just like finding out my human design was really interesting. Like I'm a projector and it's like digging a bit deeper into like your birth chart, astrology, human design, just finding out like little bits and pieces about yourself that's just beyond this physical realm can be like or what you've been like categorized by, you know, like at school, how it's like, oh, she's sporty or she's like a nerd or, you know, like we're given all of these little titles, I guess, that we almost morph into without even realizing it. Like, I feel like when I really started to dive in this work, it was like, what are the things that have been placed on me versus what I actually truly believe I am? So like, I was always told at school that I was like a real chatterbox and I was bossy and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, these actually became such beliefs, but when I could flip them on their head and be like, well, I am chatty. And now I have a podcast show where I chat to amazing people and are able to help and impact people. It's like flipping that on its head as a positive and now being like, well, look what I do for a living. Like, you know, but I personally feel like astrology has been a huge pillar of my growth, getting my birth chart done and my kids' birth charts and really diving into understanding myself. I was always baffled with this idea of like, my star sign is a cancer and I felt really true to cancer in some aspects, but like had all these other, I guess, personality traits and things that would come out that needed to be honored. But learning my birth chart and what I really had to honor really helped me to have a greater understanding of like my direction, how I should be showing up in the world and the type of work I should be doing and the people I need to be surrounded by. Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, look, I feel like we've had a great chat about all these things and it's getting me really motivated. And if it's getting our listeners really motivated, we have part two over on the Healthy Hustlers podcast page. Just really integrate these things. Like I feel like sometimes with podcasts and self-help books, they're like such an important part of our personal development, but the integration part or the actual like I guess injecting these things into our daily life can be the harder task. So that's what we're going to dive into in part two of this episode is some actual like rituals and hacks and things that you can start doing to really embody this magic that, you know, we're surrounded in every day, like how you can really start showing up as your absolute best version of yourself so that you constantly feel like you're in this abundant, beautiful, nurturing energy that we feel like we're basking in every single day. (laughs) 